Waiting is a given. Waiting is not an if, it's a when. What is up, my people? Welcome to the Grow Time Business Devo, where we explore biblical principles for living a high performance and a God-honoring life. Right now, when I'm recording this, it's right before Christmas. So we're in the season of Advent. And I came across a Psalm today. So Advent is, is the Latin, it comes from the Latin word eventus, which means arrival. And it's a, it's a time of waiting. It's funny because in our culture, leading up to Christmas is very busy, especially in the work that I'm in. Okay, so I, I own some e-commerce businesses and there's quite a bit of activity in the world of selling stuff leading up to Christmas, right? So Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that kind of stuff. So it can be pretty challenging to slow down in this time. And maybe that's the case for you. Uh, I think all of us, it, things get sped up as we cross Thanksgiving into Christmas. Um, but the season of Advent, I've taken this practice of, um, it's a season of waiting and it's a season of slowing down and, and um, slowing down the rush, but not necessarily what's what the, the, the pursuit. And so today I wanted to talk, I wanted to, read a couple verses from Psalm 130. It's about waiting. Now, um, we've talked about waiting a little bit in previous devos, and it turns out waiting is very, very active, right? It doesn't have the same connotations as maybe what, what is considered uh, when you think about waiting, right? I don't, I, I'm, especially for entrepreneurs. So, right, like just as a re- quick recap, if you're ambitious, if you pursue things hard, if you're a high-performance individual, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, the idea of waiting is something that, that does not feel like anything, uh, it's the m- most remote thing from your being, right? You don't like to wait if you're, uh, if, if you're an entrepreneur, most likely. But also, I think there's this idea that waiting is, um, is passive right? And waiting is not passive. I think that's the point. I think there's a connotation with waiting that it's sitting around at your TV waiting. But the truth is, is waiting is not passive. And I think that's the point to make. So waiting is something that's important. Waiting is like, um, is like ha- applying wisdom and internal pursuit and patience to the thing that you're pursuing, right? So like you're taking action but in, in a wise way, and you're, you're considering all of the steps, right? You're, you're talking to God and your, your goal is to make sure that you're aligned with the right goal that you're actually trying to pursue. Like you're pursuing the, the thing that you should be pursuing, right? So it's, it's gaining clarity. I think at this, in the season of Advent, um, waiting, it's a season of waiting. We're waiting for the arrival right? In, in the Jewish culture is waiting for the arrival of the Savior. And I think there's something to that. So I'm going to read Psalm 130 verses five and six. I'm going to read out of NIV. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than the watchman wait for the morning, more than the watchman wait for the morning. 
Okay, just a couple of things I want to pull out of here. The first one that jumps out to me that I wrote down is waiting is all in. The first verse says, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. In the New King James, it says, my soul waits. It's this idea that you are all in, right? So you can't be waiting for something. Biblical biblical waiting is waiting with expecting it to happen, right? Waiting, believing that it's going to happen. Waiting is not an if, it's a when. That's a big difference. So if waiting is a when, right? We need to believe in the thing that we're waiting for. And so, and we have to believe it with our whole being. So it's a deep calling. And I think as it applies to us pursuing things, I think many of us, I know myself, I'm waiting for things. I'm waiting for things in businesses. I'm waiting for things in life. I'm pursuing certain things that I expect to happen. And there are times when it feels like it's not going to happen, right? There are times when um, everything is pointing against it and it challenges my belief in that actual thing. Like, do I actually believe in what I'm waiting for and what I'm pursuing? And I've met a lot of business owners. I've coached a lot of business owners that often say that they want something, that, but they don't, they actually aren't willing they actually don't believe it. They say that their goal is one thing, but they actually don't believe that it's possible. And that doubt actually short circuits the entire thing and makes it actually not happen, right? In order for it to happen, I've said this before, but in, in I've probably worked with maybe a thousand entrepreneurs um, over, over the course, course of the last 20 years. And it seems to me like one of the, 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 the common denominators of success is someone who believes in the thing that they're pursuing. And it's a given. It's not an if, it's a when, right? They're going to achieve that thing. It just, it, maybe it's today, maybe it's tomorrow, but they're on the path to achieving that thing. It's not an if, it's a when. And so waiting, I don't know what you're waiting for. Maybe it's something that you're pursuing. Maybe it's a calling. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's something with your health. But whatever it is, you have to believe that it's going to happen with all of your being. You have to be all in. Waiting is a when. It's not an if. The second thing that jumped out to me is waiting is is hope, right? In his word, I put my hope. Hope has, hope I've said before to me, I define it as expectation and positive belief, right? So hope is the combination of believing in something and expecting the positive outcome, right? Expecting that the thing is positive. Hope is the opposite of doubt. Hope is by inherently faith, and so is doubt, right? Faith is expecting the negative. Hope is expecting the positive. So when you're, when you're waiting for something, I think the point here that I, I really want to, I, f- I found this in myself as I've, as I've torn apart things that I'm waiting for. But 
when you're waiting for something, doubt cannot creep in because doubt will will affect the belief, affect the expectation, and it will start to creep into an if, not a when. And, And waiting is not an if. Waiting is a when. Like again, like our culture, I think puts a uh, puts a connotation on waiting, which is like maybe it will happen, maybe it won't. But biblical waiting is a given, right? But you can only do that if you have a calling. You can only do that if you've pursued a calling, right? Pursuing a calling and getting a calling. Now you're able to actively wait for that thing to actually happen because you believe it. I think about waiting, like waiting for a bus. Okay. So um, when you wait for a bus, you don't wait wondering if the bus is going to come. You wait, unless you live live in New York City, which that happens quite a bit. Um, I used to live there. But uh, in general, when you wait for a bus or you wait for a train, you're like waiting for the thing to come, right? You expect it to come. And and there are things you can do to, to know, and I'll get into this, but to know like, when it'll come and where you should be. But when you're waiting for a bus, you're waiting for it to come. It's not if it will come, it's when it will come. I see, I think of, as I think of like the things that I'm waiting for, I try and think of it as waiting for a bus. Like it's, it's going to happen just a matter of when, right? And that brings me to my last little takeaway here, which is waiting is active. Like there's something that we have to do. So it says, I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. And then he repeats it more than watchmen wait for the morning. How do watchmen wait for the morning? Watchmen don't wait for the morning, wondering if the morning is going to come. They wait for the morning, knowing that the morning is going to come. Right. And just, and, and, they, they know it's going to come. It's just a matter of when will it come. And turns out there are things you can do to actually know a little bit more about when it will come and how to wait, right? That's where I believe the active nature of waiting is, right? And so when, you, when you're pursuing a calling, let's say you're running a business and that is part of your calling, when you, when you have the vision of what it's supposed to be, right, what you're supposed to be pursuing, and you really have that genuine vision, there are things that you need to do to bring that to pass, right? There's things that you need to do to make it happen, right? And I, I kind of equate that to like when you're waiting. Okay, so if you're waiting for a bus, I'll use this like amazing analogy, right? If you're waiting for a bus, right? You expect the bus to come. Now, if you're waiting in the wrong spot, you might expect the bus to come. But if you're not waiting at the bus stop, then the bus is not going to come and you're going to be disappointed, right? Similarly, if you're waiting at a bus stop and you know the schedule of the bus, then you know when to wait at the, you know, when you, you've, you've, when you're, when it's and when it's supposed to come, right? You have a little bit more clarity about information because you've done something, right? So if you wait at the bus stop and the time the bus has just passed, you know that you've missed the bus. So you can wait there as long as you want, but you know the bus is probably not coming again. So there's things that you can do and there's things that you need to do 
to actually pursue the thing that you're waiting for, right? To make it more likely that it's going to happen on a, on a clearer timeline. So waiting is active. It says like, like the watchman wait for the morning. The, the watchman wait for the morning, expecting the morning to happen. I think that's what's amazing about this. It's like waiting is a given. Waiting is not an if, it's a when. And it, then it really comes down to, do we believe in what we're waiting for? I'll ask you this, like, what are you waiting for? I'm asking this myself this season. Like, what are you waiting for this Advent season? Is it, is it like something that you're pursuing? Are you, are you waiting for a calling? Like, do you not have the clarity, right? What are you waiting for with belief and positive expectation, AKA hope? What are you waiting for this Advent season? I'm trying to decide that for myself. Maybe you should, should consider that as well. I think that it's important to be waiting for something, right? Like you don't just like wander through life. And with people like, like us in our community, like you, you, you clearly have something or you wouldn't be here. There's something that you're pursuing. The question is, do you really, really, really believe it? Or are you letting doubt creep in? Right? Do you not believe it? If you don't believe it, then you've got to go back to step one. You have to really figure out what your pursuit and calling is. Are you waiting for something that you know is coming? If not, then why not? Do you not believe it? Waiting in doubt is not waiting. That's what we see here. Doubting that the morning when the watchmen wait for the morning, they're not wondering if the morning's coming. Waiting in doubt is not waiting. It's just doubt in disguise. So you gotta, everything points back to that belief underneath what you're waiting for. And like, then the last question I have is like, what can you do if you're waiting for something? Since waiting is active, what could you do to align yourself with what you're waiting for, to increase the probability of it, to decrease the timeline, to make it a quicker path? Like what could you do to align yourself? And I said align on purpose because I wonder if when we're waiting and and the delay with, with things, when we're waiting for something that we truly believe in, I wonder if for myself, as I'm thinking back, like if most of the delay comes from me just bumping up against principles that run the universe, right? Like me not being in line with the things and contradicting the the laws of success and the laws that govern the entire universe. Some people struggle and strain through life. And it, and then as you look at it, it turns out like, wow, they're just, they're, 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 not congruent with the principles of success that are woven into the universe, right? And, um, and that makes things difficult and hard, right? And so how can, how can, I'm asking myself, like, how can I align myself with what I'm waiting for, right? With the principles that govern the success and the outcome of that thing. So for example, people wait for 
and pursue health goals, right? But you can't really pursue like a long and healthy life and then not align yourself with the things that are required to give you a long and healthy life, right? Like eating right, you know, uh, fitness and working out, sleep, mental health, like all these different things. So like, so there are people that say they want a long and healthy life, right? But they actually don't believe that they can achieve it because they're not, they know internally that they're not doing certain things. Maybe they're uh, not eating right. Maybe they're not working out. Maybe they're on their phone all the time, you know, ingesting really, really bad content into their brain and giving them a bad mental state. I don't know. But when you're disaligned with the things that actually create the outcome, then the outcome doesn't come or it's delayed. And internally, you realize that the thing that you're pursuing, you really don't believe it because you're not, you know, you, when you know you're not doing the things that are required to actually get the outcome, you're living in contradiction. You don't actually believe what you're pursuing, right? You may say that you're pursuing something, but you don't believe it because you know in the back of your head, and this has happened to me. I know when I say something, but I'm just, it's really a pipe dream. It's not a true belief because, I, because there are areas I know that I'm just not aligned, I'm not doing the things that would align myself with actually getting that outcome. And so what can you do to align yourself with the outcome that you're waiting for? With regard to this, this little point, I, th- I think it's really interesting and I'll just end on, on this little story. So uh, I'm going to do a Devo on Zachariah. And I just, since it's, since right now it's like leading up to Christmas, I just read the story of Zachariah, right? And Zachariah is um, John the Baptist's dad, right? And so just long story short, right? Uh, he and his wife had been trying and had not had any kids, right? They had zero kids. Uh, he was a priest and he gets selected to, um, to, to go into the, the temple and, perform an offering. And so um, when he's in there, an angel comes to him and says, hey, you're going to have a son. You're going to name him John. And he says, so so this is what, this is the point. I'm summarizing so much, but like several times in the story before he goes in, he, it says that Zachariah was stricken in years. And then in the temple, he says, he and his wife are stricken in years, right? it's more than just being old. This isn't to say I'm being um, old. This is stricken in years. It's like, it's like, <laughs> um, it's like a punishment. It's like really, really bad, right? He doubts, right? He wants this thing, but he doubts. And so the angel says to him, you're not going to speak until uh, your son's born. And, uh, and he's mute. He's basically mute until, until John is born. Here's what's interesting. A couple things. One, when the baby's born, he's still not able to talk, right? So if you're Zachariah, you may be thinking, wait, I was, I'm supposed to be able to talk now, but, but, but I, I still can't, right? So what's going on, right? But then there's in this story, there's this little discussion or argument between the people of the town trying to name the baby, right? And they want to name it after Zachariah. But the angel told Zechariah that baby will be named John. And so his wife says, it'll be named John. And they look to Zechariah and he writes it out. He actually writes, baby's name will be John. Only after he writes that and obeys, does he actually get his voice back, right? And is he able to talk? Now, here's what I think is interesting. I don't know all the reasons. I don't know everything. I'm not a theologian. 
I've said this before. I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur that um, really enjoys breaking apart and finding the success principles that are woven into the Bible. But here's what's interesting that I took away from that story. It struck me and I'll kind of leave you with this. When it says he was, he, he said so many times, he said, he used these words, I'm stricken in years. Obviously that's a translation, okay? But he, he used these words of doubt and he's wanted this thing. He said he wanted this thing. The angel says he's, it's going to happen and he still doubts, right? Um, so the angel closes his mouth, right? Doesn't allow him to talk. With regard to the actions that are taking, that are required to align ourselves and to keep belief and expectation, as, as when when we're waiting, this is the application. Is it possible? I just thought it was fascinating. Is it possible that that the entire life that he lived, he's I'm sure he's wanted and he's certainly prayed before for a son or for 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 kids. He never got it. And then he got older and older in years. I'm sure he still kept praying. And at some point he said, it's not possible. He gave up and he doubted. He gave up on the belief and he started to use the vocabulary of doubt. I'm stricken in years. My wife is stricken in years, stricken in years, right? It's not possible. It's not possible. And so is it possible that when the angel said, it revealed to him that you are going to have a son, he had conditioned himself so much to where he would probably still continue using those doubtful words. And maybe that would be the thing that would not allow it to happen, right? Because he says to the angel, how is this possible? We're, we're stricken in years, even to an angel. And so the angel shuts him up. And, I, and what occurred to me is like, was it for his own good? Like if he was able to speak, would he have spoken words of doubt that then would have not allowed it to happen? And because John the Baptist was so important to the entire story of history, the angel couldn't risk Zechariah messing it up by speaking words of doubt, so he shut him up. Is that possible? Maybe. That's what jumped out to me. But here's the application here is, the point is, is to wait and, and achieve something, clearly you have to wait without doubt. And one of the things is you, it has to be active. And there's also control in that action over your tongue. Like the words that you're speaking are actions. So a lot of us, I've done this myself, say we're waiting for something, but we speak negative words. We speak doubting words. We don't speak empowering words. We don't speak victory as if it has happened already. We, we speak words of doubt because we're, maybe because we're trying to save face or not, or save embarrassment. And really that is, that has no upside. Who cares, right? If the thing doesn't happen or because it only, it'll only not happen clearly if, if it's not a genuine thing that you believe in, that's, that you're waiting for, that you haven't been called to, or you don't take the actions required, right? Because waiting is a given, right? We know that waiting is not an if, it's a when. Like the watchmen wait for the morning. Morning is going to come. The question is, is are you going to be in line and in the right spot to see it, to know that it came? So it's really not a matter of the thing happening. It's a matter of, are you in line with the thing happening? That's a powerful concept. It shifts this idea of like, 
I'm waiting for something to come to me versus I need to get in line with a thing as it passes. It's very, very different. In order to get in line with the thing that has passes, you need to take the right actions and you need to be speaking the right words. Otherwise, you won't take the right actions. You take the wrong actions with the wrong vocabulary. So you must control not only your actions, but primarily your thoughts and the words that you speak. Because we know that what we say actually happens, right? The words we speak are the things that are most likely to happen. We know that doubtful words bring doubt and doubt will be the thing that disaligns you with the thing you're actually waiting for. So as we run into Advent season, we're through Advent season, I'd encourage you to wait. Wait on something with active energy. Wait on something, right? And pursue and decide on what those things that you're waiting on. I know that that's what I'll be doing. So I hope this is helpful for you. I hope this encourages you and helps you run harder at the things that you're supposed to be pursuing. Um, if you'd like to learn more about the Business Devo, you can go to bizdevo.com. That's B-I-Z-D-E-V-O.com. You can actually sign up for these to be texted to you or emailed to you or learn more about the entire, the, the entire podcast. Um, or you can learn about me, Ken Ott at kenot.com. That's K-E-N-O-T-T.com. So uh, thanks. And until next time, never stop growing.